I'm Charlie Taylor. I'm Ben Carter. I run hip hop by the numbers on Twitter. I use hip hop statistics to highlight the bigger picture. And I'm Drew to the fifth element. I highlight the fifth element. Hip hop knowledge. And for the 200th time, welcome to Digging Digits. in my life 200 is I mean obviously my IQ but apart from that <laughs> now I have 200 episodes of a podcast which is pretty <laughs> happy. yeah man I mean I've got 200 already on one so yeah 400 on, on two, of it, two of the pods so you know it's, it's, a, it's a dove that's it's a wild dove over here. man that's what 200 200 in a row too by the way if anyone's listening, two hundred in a row. Two hundred in a row. That's yeah. That's that's the that's the USP about this one, for me personally. Um, yeah, just haven't missed a Tuesday. That's crazy, absolutely crazy. Hi Ben, how's your week been? What have you to this week? Yeah, this week I got into I've gone into a lot of albums. I uh, I've just house sitting at the moment. Got into like completely this massive empty house. We've just got music playing constantly. Uh, I'm not going to talk about all of them because some of them were just garbage and they don't need to be talked about. But Kevin Gates, <laughs> Kevin Gates dropped uh, Luca Brassi something something something. I think it's the fourth installment of his Luca Brassi series. It's good. It, it is good. Um, it starts strong, starts very strong. The first five or six tracks are all bangers. It drifts a little bit. I feel like some Kevin Gates projects get a little bit long, and when he moves away from that high energy feel. Uh, sometimes I don't always follow him there, but yeah, man, I listened to it while I was running the other day. Um, I actually turned it off about halfway through and put on Snowfall by Jeezy. It just it wasn't hitting as hard as I expected it to hit, but I think it's a very good project. You know, I, I have always have high expectations from Kevin Gates. He's one of my favorite artists because I think he does literally everything. I mean, he can sing, he can rap. Uh, he's had the mainstream success and ubiquity. He has really deep emotional content, and there wasn't that much weirdo sex bars in this one. You know, Kevin Gates, every every three weeks, some weird headline comes out about someone peeing in Kevin Gates' mouth or something like that, and it's just like, bro, stop stop telling us this stuff. We don't we don't need to know that. But yeah, it wasn't that it wasn't that intense in that sense. So yeah, it was a good project. Um, always going to check out Kevin Gates' music. Young Fathers dropped. It's quite ironic that Young Fathers dropped this week when we're going to be talking about what we're going to be talking about. Because there's a lot of, uh, you know, a little bit of psych rock on this record, a little bit of indie rock. Uh, it's very alternative. It's quite short. I think it's 30 minutes. It's good. It's good. It, it's not an all-encompassing listen. It doesn't pull you in and drag you in as much. It kind of keeps you a little bit at arm's distance. Uh, but, yeah, I enjoyed it. It's not as hazy as some of the stuff I've heard from them before. Uh, it's quite maximal. It's quite, like, technicolor. It's, it's a very interesting project. I need more listens to really understand it. But I fully recommend that very alternative hip hop. Uh, Young Lean dropped a project on his alter ego Jonathan Leandua ninety six. I'm ashamed to say I'd never heard of this alter ego before, and it is just straight up rock music, like alternative rock music. It's you know, and it's good. It, it's you know, not amazing, but uh, it's a decent listen. There's some again emotional content. Young Lean obviously dips into that all the time, um, but if you're a fan of Young Lean. This is part of the Young Lean universe. You can see why he has a different moniker for this because under Young Lean, like 
his lyrics and his music is incredibly hazy, incredibly progressive. You know, if we go back and trace the lineage of just SoundCloud rap and a lot of alternative and, and cloud rap, I guess you could call it, through the 2010s, a lot of it lands at the doorstep of Young Lean, very influential artist. Um, but this is this is a solid project. If you like rock music, I guess, check it out, see how you feel about it. Um, what else did we get? Kill Priest. Kill Priest dropped the project. Uh, it's Ragnarok remixes. I'm not, you know, Kill Priest is one of those artists who has such a weird discography. There are so many different projects in different realms, in different directions. There's rap projects, there's spoken word projects. I have no idea what's going on. It To me, it's just chaos. I don't know what I'm going to get when I hear Kill a Priest. But this is good. This is a straight-up rap project, this one. Bangers, uh, lyricism. Kill a Priest isn't on here heaps. There's so many guests, so many guests. But it's good. It's a very good project. It's good to put in the background and just listen to it and just rock out to it. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm always going to check out Kill a Priest. Uh, we also have... What else have we got here? 30 Deep Grimy dropped a project, didn't really enjoy it that much. You know, I was expecting just straight up bangers on bangers on bangers. We actually got that from the Young Junior project. I thought that that was just bangers. If you want to go check out an, a project that's just straight up freaking bangers, that's Young Junior. And finally, Wale the Sage dropped an EP, um, but I think it's like 30 minutes. And EPs, I feel like these days, EPs should really be less than 20 minutes. I don't know how you're calling a 30 minute project an EP, but anyway. Yeah, beautiful project, beautiful project. It reminded me a lot of Care For Me by Saba. Um, oh no, sorry, Few Good Things by Saba, not Care For Me, Few Good Things. Uh, it, it has, I don't even know where Wale the Sage is from, it might be from Chicago. Um, gave me that like Smino energy uh, because it's just like, it's quite delicate at times, it's quite orchestral. There's, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of different sounds and then there's a couple of bangers in the middle. Yeah, I had it actually on all weekend pretty much, just playing it over and over again, and it just set a really calm mood in my house. And when you wanted to turn up a little bit, there was a couple of bangers in the middle. So I've, I fully recommend people checking out Wally the Sage's album. And finally, I did listen to the 2K Baby album. <sighs> I wish I hadn't. I wish I hadn't. That's all I'll say about that one. So that was me, Charlie. What about yourself? Oh, God. All right. Um, yeah, I got into five projects. Uh, starting off with K.Keed. K Keed, uh, TX32, uh, little EP. Um, yeah, it's only three tracks, so it's not too much, but um, it's kind of just like I found an account that just bigs up like South African hip hop artists. And uh, it's a fun fact um, the most listened to thing in South Africa by a wide margin is hip hop, and it's the only country where hip hop is actually number one uh, in terms of listenership. So um, I just wanted to dip my toe into South African hip-hop a bit, and I started off with K-Keed, and uh, yeah, so um, just just uh, three bangers, to be honest, um, yeah, it doesn't really uh, give off essence of I am from South Africa, but um, yeah, it's just, uh, just got some just got some nice uh, couple of bangers on there, uh, so I did listen, three tracks, uh, Evil Needle and Misha, uh, part of the Chill Hot Beat Tape series, uh, really enjoyed this one. Uh, the song Summer Vibe is outstanding. I love the vocals on there. It's just so serene. It's literally just exactly what it says on the tin. Really achieves it. And I'm here for that. Uh, shout out to Twilight as well and uh, Shorty. Good tracks as well. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, five, six tracks uh, overall and uh, definitely worth the spin. Uh, Bishop Nauru. Uh, Nauruvian Tuesdays, Volume 3. I think this dropped a couple of weeks ago, if I remember correctly. 
Um, but yeah, he's just uh, continuing to do his things, man. Yeah, the 31st of January, so last week. And um, yeah, so he's he's just continuing to continue to boss it, continue to put out projects. He's getting into the uh, the uh, kind of like Khan level of just uh, dropping just <laughs> a ton of shit every year. Um, and I'm here for it. He's doing it, well, from the credits, he's doing it all himself, I assume. So uh, doing it all himself on the face. And uh, it's really nice music on there, really nice um, couple of... Uh, Energy bangers, but nice like mellow tracks as well. Um, yeah, man, there's some good stuff on here. Wins and losses, really good one. Uh, Mandatory sunrise, just some really good samples as well for our. I like it. It's a really solid project. Uh, ono Capono, uh, spelled O N O E, uh, C A P O N O E. Yeah, and it's called a uh, Concrete Fantasia. Um, only gave us a spin primarily because. Um, it's uh, via uh, High Focus Records, and I went to I've I never spun him before, so I thought why not give it a spin, and uh, yeah, some very I don't I don't know how to describe it, I really don't. It's uh, it's kind of gives off like from the album cover gives off like some I don't know something leaning towards some abstract horrorcore shit. It's not quite that. Um, there's some really nice uh, finishes at the end of some tracks where it's just like some really serene. Uh, sampling and just some nice uh, tunes going on, but yeah, uh, it's not exactly angry or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's just a re- really, co- really conceptual, really conceptual. Every track has its own thing going on. Um, very, very thick with just um, uh, concepts, and uh, definitely, I think, uh, requires probably more focus than I gave it. I'll give it that. So uh, yeah, so um, really, really packed project in terms of. Uh, what's put in there and lastly jest uh mork calling orson um this is dropping uh on th- oh released uh, oh 3rd of february so it's already out there you go um so it's already out um uk hip-hop legend jest of course and um you know he, he does his tings on here very slow very mellow you don't have to you're not you're not chasing lyrics here you're not chasing speed you're not trying to catch up he's nice and slow with it he's just he's basically just talking to you if anything um the 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 beats are nice nice and calm it's a really easy album to listen to really easy really replayable great features confucius f uh, confucius fc confucius mc uh lee scott eva lazarus as well um, really good stuff all over there, um, and just overall, just a really, really tasty listen. Really thoroughly enjoyed it. And with that said, we shall hop in to our topic for two hundred episodes. And it's an it's 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 one we've been waiting. Uh, we've been just uh chomping at the bit for a while. Like, is there any a topic where we're just like just you know full on Patrick Beverly like? Licking our chops, kind of thing, you know. What I mean, we 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 were ready, we're ready for this one, okay? Of course, we are talking about um, uh, Lato selling her uh, underwear on eBay. That's what we're talking about. Got him, got him, got him. I was like, we're licking our chops. Binky's hit me with this. Binky's hit me this bullshit, going like, oh, someone someone dropped their phone and like it got filmed and it's on TMZ. Keep sending me that shit. Got ya, got ya. For the 200 episode, I fucking got ya. But yes, we are, we're talking about something, not that. Because <laughs> someone said that to me, going like, have you guys been following this? I'm just like, following what? <laughs> what are we trying to follow here? What's there to follow? <laughs> yeah, that's... I, I, just, I, I really couldn't care less anyway. Uh, but we're not no. getting into that. Um, but yeah, uh, Ben, since you're so interested in uh, talking about um, the 
the, fo- the 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 source of the subject, I'll let you tee it up um, in terms of what we want to talk about for this ep. Yeah, I mean, well, if anyone's been following me the last few weeks, you know that I've exclusively been talking about Lil Yachty's new project. So all I talk about, and Unironically. mainly, say, unironically, Unironic- I mean, it gets a lot of engagement, and you know, I've, I'm very insecure. I'm a deeply insecure person, and I like engagement. So obviously, I'm just going to keep tweeting about it until it doesn't get engagement anymore. Then I'll start tweeting about something else that gets engagement. But we're going to talk about what Little Yodi said. Uh, I haven't actually got the tweet up. Um, but he oh, okay. basically said that uh, in order to be considered an artist, he decided to step away from rap music for this project. And obviously, he does not rap on this new project. Uh, let's start here. There is no rap lyrics on there whatsoever from Yodi. There's a couple of, I mean, obviously, there's a spoken word skit, uh, which I likened heavily to, I think it's the third track on The Love Below, where uh, Andre 3000 is talking to God. Um, I think it's the third track anyway. And there's a lot of parallels on this album, obviously, to so many different albums and artists. And, you know, it's, it's a collage. It's a collage of different influences. But basically, it caused a bit of an uproar, uh, Lil Yachty, when he said that in order to be considered an artist... Let me get the tweet up exactly. Was it was it an actual tweet? Um, I don't know if it was an actual tweet. Yeah, it was. <sighs> yeah, it was. I mean, that's probably... The, because I don't want to... Try to search for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to misquote it. Um, you know, he's... Uh, let me just find it because you know it, it is pretty in, pretty insent pretty essential. Sorry, uh, got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got Truth it. be told, all I ever wanted was that it. Truth be told, all I ever wanted to be was respected as an artist. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, I wanted to be taken seriously as an artist. Dot dot dot. Not just some SoundCloud rapper. Not mm. some Mamba rapper. And the quote tweet that I gave you. Uh, was from at Majin Crow. Uh, I hate how rappers don't even respect rap as an art form. Why does I want to be considered an artist always follow with them making some shit from another genre? And that's why I said Ben that uh, basically teed off this uh, whole whole thing. Yes, yes. the original quote was Yai going, I want to be taken seriously as an artist, not just some SoundCloud rapper, not some Marvel rapper, dot, dot, dot. My perspective on this, and I left Charlie a voice message, and I, I don't even think I sent the long one. I think I sent a much shorter one, and I ended up like spending like 15 minutes just musing about it. Release the cut, a cut. Yeah, this is a long one, man. I deleted them all. My phone doesn't have enough space for all the voice messages and stupid ramblings. I mean, when you've got an IQ of over 200, obviously you can't <laughs> send those voice messages because it's going to be Let's beyond most right. people. Okay. Uh, but, you know, my perspective on that was I'm not 100% sure Yachty was saying... I can't be respected as an artist whilst I'm rapping. The, the 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 rabbit hole I was going down, and I'm very interested to see if Charlie feels similarly. I feel like in order for an artist to be respected as an artist, they just have to do something different than what they normally do. I don't necessarily see it as Yodi saying, I had to step out of rap to be an artist. The perspective I got and the, the the way that I think he was saying, and I could be wrong. I mean, who knows what Yodi's like actual intentions were? It's a freaking tweet. They're tiny. You can't, you know, it's not an interview. Is he is known as a rapper. He is known as a SoundCloud rapper. He is known as a mumble rapper. He is known as a Detroit rapper. And in order for people to recognize that he is more than just that one single thing, not specifically a rapper, he had to do something completely different. In this sense, he's gone and done like alt rock psych rock 
indie rock, indie folk, whatever you want to call it, uh, MGMT, Tame Impala, Pink Floyd, those are the three names that always come to my mind when I listen to this Yodi album. A lot of people are saying that this is basically a Tame Impala album. It is in a lot of ways. It kind of sounds way more like MGMT's second album, which I understand a lot of people probably didn't listen to because it was just like so much different to their first album. And there's heaps of Pink Floyd influence all over this, bro. Like, Dark, he, bro, he was just listening to Dark Side of the Moon. He was just listening to it over and over again. You know, there are at least two songs in here that I'm like, that's um, Great Gig in the Sky. There's a Radiohead, like, interpolation on there as well. So a lot of people were critical because, you know, these are white bands. These are not black artists. Uh, and even though a lot of that music was, like, rooted in black history and was stolen by white people in the 60s and popularized, it has become known. And I think that that was where the conversation went into a completely different direction where people were like, buy it buy it yes but that was black music at one point and then white people just stole it so yachty's just taking it back and then it just got really messy but i saw the perspective and i don't know if other people feel this way and i see this with so so much music you know like so i've i feel like every single artist switches it up to prove their artistry i don't necessarily see it as i have to not rap to be considered an artist i see it as i have to do something different than what i've always done like, look at someone like Radiohead. Or even if we go back into the 60s, for example, there are two albums that people point to as being, like, the genesis of the, like, diversification of pop music and rock music in general. And that's Rubber Soul, obviously, and it is Pet Sounds by Beach Boys. And those are the two perfect examples where both those bands were making incredibly successful pop music, incredibly successful, and they decided not to do that anymore, and they went in a completely diff different direction. And Rubber Soul especially is seen as like the high watermark of challenge yourself as an artist, challenging yourself as an artist. And I never heard anyone say that means that pop music is less artistic, although people do generally have that belief. Um, and I think it is true. I think it's so true because so many major labels have tried to distill down what makes something popular and reproduce it endlessly and find artists who are not very talented and have no real interest in progressing themselves as artists and kind of just projecting that sound onto that artist so that they can make as much money as possible. I think that's the degradation of pop music. I don't necessarily see it as a bad form of music or something that I think has just been overdone. And, you know, my partner and I were listening to um, uh, Genesis the other day. We were listening to Invisible Touch by Genesis and a bit of Peter Gabriel as well. And we were just like, pop music was so much better in the 80s, so much better. And then it just got done a million times. And that's why I do feel, and I think it goes full circle back to what he, what Yodi's saying, is when you've done something over and over again, everyone's like, okay, we know you can do that one thing, but what else can you do? I don't think people respect an artist as an artist when they just do the same kind of thing over and over again. And again, I've written down shed loads of art, uh, artists here, bro. Dave Bowie, Pink Floyd, Radiohead, Depeche Mode, Miles Davis, PJ Harvey, Parliament. Like, we've got Quincy Jones. You know, Dr. Dre went from world-class wrecking crew to NWA to, you know, he produced Rich Girl for Gwen Stefani. He produced East Coast Bangers, West Coast Bangers. I mean, these artists that we uplift as the, the pinnacle of artistry in whatever field they're in, they always do something completely different. And again, I'm going to fucking drag Trackmasters here a little bit, but if we're comparing track... <laughs> No, but look, it, it works this time, it works. If we're comparing Bing. track masters to the Neptunes, who are you saying is a better artist? 
It's the Neptunes, bro, because they've produced in all these different genres. If we're comparing even Timbaland, if we compare Timbaland to Swiss Beats, who are you gonna say is the better artist? It's Timbo, because he's produced in like five different genres and he's been successful in all of them. That's not to say he's a better producer. That's not to say he makes better bangers. It's just to say he is the better artist, and whether that's right or wrong. I think there's a perception that if you don't change your sound up, if you don't do something different, people don't respect you as an artist. And I think that's what Yodi was trying to say. That's just me personally. Okay. That's a lot to take in there. Um, firstly, nice try with the Swiss bait. Nearly got me there. Um, <laughs> Swiss beats and Trackmasters. Track 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 don't mean you're going to ding me with Swiss beats. Hey, okay? <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm trying to keep that low. Um, <laughs> Um, okay. So there was a tweet by um, Jay Versace that I uh, saw the other day, which was quite um, interesting, and I wanted to read it. Um, basically, he just put, uh, where where are the black people that sound like Tame Impala? Let's appropriate. Uh, and it's funny you, you were talking about that in terms of just, uh, you know, a black artist um, taking, taking, I guess, artistic hints from, uh, from white bands, right, and white artists, right? Um, I'm not exactly in the camp of caring that much about where people get their inspiration from. Like, if if we're gonna try and gatekeep that kind of thing culturally, there's kind of there's no point at this point. That 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 ship has far flung, wide open. It doesn't matter anymore. Um, not to say that uh, you know the the. Now that you've uh, explained what you f- how you feel, yeah, he was talking about. There is obviously that the main one where it's just like, oh, what is this? Is being hip hop not enough for you? Go fuck yourself, right? And I agree. I don't think that's what he was saying. Um, I don't subscribe to that context. Um, I actually did write um, something about this, um, and it pertains to Juice World. Um, I wrote it in twenty eighteen. I'll throw the link in the description. Um, but basically, he said, as via this DJ booth um, title, uh, Juice World wants to be known as, quote, less of a rapper and, quote, more as a musician. And, you know, it kind of gives off the same essence, is the full quote. I feel like uh, I feel like that's what's going to be most respected at the end of the day, that I'm able to do so many different things and become less of a rapper and just more as a musician. Tote Billboard, da 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 And, yeah, so I get it, right? I get why people don't want to be uh, pigeonholed or, you know, just referenced in that one box, right? I get it. You know, we've made a lot of efforts to try and, um, you know, use labels sparingly and, um, you know, refer to people as artists and stuff like that. And, you know, I feel feel like we make a concerted effort here. Um, But... Can't you be both? <laughs> Can't you be both? Like I, I don't, I don't really. That there, there does have the. Sometimes there is this tinge of just wanting to remove a whole part of yourself, right? And I'm not saying either Yai or Juice World down uh, back in 2018 was making that was was making that contextual explanation, right? Um, hidden behind their words. I'm not saying they want to completely remove rapper from their occupation, um, but yeah, can't it be both? I, I I don't really, 
I don't. I don't get why um, it can't. It can't be that. Why you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? I'm not. I'm not gonna beef if you want to call yourself a musician. You. You also rap, so I'm. I'm also might. Some people might call you a rapper as well, and that's fine too, is it not? Right. Um. And if it's just because I want to be called solely an artist, right? If you want to go down the, you know, just anal, you know, Prince Kanye route of just like I'm an artist. I'm an artist. Nothing else. I'm an artist. I produce art. If you want to do that, if you want to do that, you know, really anal thing, then go ahead. Be do your things, right? But you know, even when as an additional example, B, um, you know, Ninth Wonder, for example, produced for Jay, also produced for Destiny's Child. <laughs> like he could do a lot, right? But I still hear Knife Wonder, and I'm like, yeah, I know what I... When I say Knife Wonder, I have a particular sound, and it's not the Destiny Child beat, right? Or beats, right? It's Lucifer. It's, um, you know, his soulful shit. It's like Sojourner with uh, Rhapsody and J. Cole. That's what I hear um, in my head, right? And when you hear um, Neptunes, sure, that's good, because you can hear different things, right? For me, it's probably something like Frontin'. For example, right? But there's always that one like track or one album that you think about, and it's just like, yeah, that's that person, and that's just how we're wired, bro. We're too simple. We're we're simplistic as a species in some ways, and don't want to complicate shit. That's why genres exist. That's why labels exist, right? We've had that conversation before in terms of labeling, and uh, how you know it can be it can be dangerous in a lot of ways. Not dangerous, but just um. Uh, overbearing, I'll say, in a lot of ways, but it can also just be simple, right? It's just, you know, it's just a demarcation of just like, if I'm introducing you to an artist and I'm just gonna be like, uh, yeah, he raps, yeah, no, but he raps like this, for example, right? I'm not pigeonholing the dude because he sounds relatively similar to this person. You know, not everybody's going to be completely unique, right? <laughs> and that's and that's another side of it, but uh, yeah, I mean, I just don't. I don't want to subscribe to the case of just um, you know the uh, the the big Gucci no on Twitter was uh you know uh, uh harping about. I get it, and I get why people can be so um you know what's the word uh, clingy to the concept you know and it does make a case. He does make a case in that you know why did why did he say I want to be considered an artist and then drop this. You know what I mean? Like, why can you said that beforehand? The timing does. The timing is a bit off on that front. So, uh, Big Gucci Nut Crow has a case in terms of the tweet he made um, in response to Yay, Yai. I don't know how to say it every every time. Yoddy. I just confuse myself in my head. I'm like, do well, I say Yai? Do I his say name's Lil Boat, so like he's uh, yeah, right. Boat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll say Boat from now on. Um, but yeah, you can call him the Boat. Yeah, you could call him the boat. Um, but there's another tweet he says, like, if your first response to this is, well, white people, stop typing, bro. Nigga's been doing this for years, anime. I go find more examples of how I felt like it. So he has another one uh, screenshot by <laughs> Westside Gun. Hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Hilarious. So let's add to the pot. Let's add to this pot. So Westside Gun said in 2020, he said in 2020, um, don't ever call me a rapper, dot, dot, dot. I am an artist. There we go. That's exactly what I was talking about in terms of like mm. the Kanye's, the Prince. Don't call me a rapper. I'm an artist. I'm diff and I always knew I was diff. Shit be so over people. Head some, uh, some think I'm even trash because they don't understand it. But that's what happens with rare art. And there's more to it, um, but it's uh, blocked by an Instagram link. So... 
hey man, I just love how he just made my point. It's just like, okay, but you rap as well. Like, I'm not, and you know, okay, you know, you're an artist, cool. Like, I make art. I don't, it's calm down. It's it's fine. We get it. We get it. I'm sure uh, plenty of West Side Gun fans tell me, you know, high art, right? Uh, You know, I question all of that, to be honest, but I'm just going to leave it at that, right? Not going to get into that, but... He's still a rapper, though. So what's the beef? Yeah. What's the beef? And I'll add another wrinkle to this, and you can respond to all that, right? There was another thing I wrote um, around that time, around 2018, um, where uh, rapping... I basically was talking about me talking about rapping has become the wave, quote-unquote. And this was at the time when, you know, Beyonce started rapping, uh, and Rihanna did Lemon, right? And there, there was, there was, oh, there was no, a wave loyalty, there. Loyalty. Yeah, that, there you go, even even bird, good better example. Um, so yeah, there were there were there were some artists like doing that thing, and they didn't do it before. Now they're rapping. Um, even the you know Beyonce records past um whatever happened past Lemonade now yeah. have had Ape some shit. rapping elements, and so you know she's completely incorporated it into her artistry now, right? And <laughs> you know, it's it's a, it's a, it's a wave on that front. So. Why beef on it in terms of uh, that you don't want to be just labelled a rapper? Because you know, do we are we going to label Rihanna a rapper? We can. You can make that. You you can if you want. At the end of the day, this doesn't really matter. <laughs> Everyone, they're all artists, and I think that's kind of just you know the crux of the argument. Um, but I guess you know people obviously so hell-bent on labels um, that some artists feel like they have to make a concerted effort to say they're a, they're a quote-unquote artist. But you rap as well, bro, so I I don't really see the see the reason to beef about it, but, you know. I think the criticism, I mean, I actually think it stems from uh, pop music in general, where you know, for example, people are always at pains to tell you that Taylor Swift is a singer, songwriter. She she writes her own songs, and it's like, okay, cool. But that the problem is when you know there's a lot of pop artists who simply sing, and a lot of them can't even do that. So to give them that one title, just I am a singer, the assumption is, okay, so you're singing someone else's songs. Are you you know you're literally not doing anything except you've got a sheet of paper in front of you. And you're singing it into a microphone, and I'm seeing people treating not. I I personally never see these conversations. You know that's why I'm a bit confused about this whole thing because I never see anyone diminishing rap as an art form. I don't know why. I don't know. I, I didn't know this was a thing. Is it a thing? Like I don't know if you've ever seen this. I've personally, and maybe I'm not looking in the right places. You know, even. Obviously, I'm white and I live in Sydney, so I have plenty of white <laughs> friends who have no fucking idea about hip hop whatsoever. So, if it was going to be a conversation, I surely would have heard it at some point, right? But I've never heard yeah. it. I, I've never heard anyone just diminish rap as an art form. Well, it's I guess not. Um, not as a probably not as a full on. I mean, okay. So, yes, I think. It probably hasn't been, you know, outrightly said like that, right? But there's been plenty of, um, there's been plenty of uh, subliminals, I'll say, in in history when it comes to that. Um, 
I'll take it to, for example, something like, uh, something like the early nineties, right? Or early or late eighties. Right? And now that time when you know hip hop was becoming just a more of a you know cultural force, right, across the U.S., right? And there were, you know, artists that were. Oh, who was it? Who was it that KRS One had to check? Um, there was like a noble artist back in the day. There was basically just like shitting on hip hop, and KRS One like had to check him um, on it. And it was I think, <laughs> I mean, probably who knows? But that's that's kind of the thing, right? Where there's uh, there were, I think it's an age thing, uh, uh, and I think it's kind of like that. Where you know, back in the day, hip hop was obviously very rudimentary in a lot of way ways, and you know, the sampling thing was a, definitely a thing. It's like you're not even making the beat; you're just taking somebody else's beat. Rap isn't original. Da 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 da. So it stems from that, I feel, and I think that there may or may not be, depending on who the artist is, um, a kind of like stigma that they've been planted with. I mean. SoundCloud rapper, right? As a designation, some people would say that as like a as a derogatory statement. Um, you're a SoundCloud rapper, like you're not, you're not, you ain't, you ain't worthy for my ears. You're on SoundCloud. You know what I mean? This is like, there's a derogatory nature to it, and I feel like this probably happens in probably every it's probably happened in every era where every where there's just a set of artists that have done something a little bit different and the status quo and not even can they threaten the status quo probably depending on you know the era but um let's just say they do for sake for for the sake of argument and the status quo comes back at them right soldier boy who came at him ice t was it ice t Ice I think it was Ice Cube. Ice was it Ice Cube? Ice T? It was one of the ices. I think it was Ice T. But anyway, you know. Oh yeah, it might have been Ice T. Soldier Boy changed the status quo. Yeah, it was. Here comes Ice T saying, that, "Cut that whack shit off," and you know, old head shit, right? And it's funny because there were people that were shitting on Ice T when he was coming through. So it's like, ask oh, nothing but you know, oh this gangster rap. You know what I mean? This is gangster rap now it's kind of a term of endearment but back then gangster rap was something that they kind of had to claim for themselves and reclaim and take it because it used to be derogatory but now it's not it's you know just another just another category in in the long ass subgenre of library that is hip-hop gangster rap right so i I will answer answer the question again you know it's a it's i think it's been masked as a lot of things as just derogatory terms and derogatory labels um that aren't embraced by all but a majority of people um you know embrace it and then down the line it doesn't really matter like i consider the soundcloud era just an era you know it happened yeah. it's gone now same That's with you know the myspace era that was the then ringtone rap ringtone rap that Bling. was a thing Bling now rap. it's gone um, street mixtapes that was then. Now it's kind of gone. It's still here in essence for some people, but you the know, not exactly in popping the trunk, selling tapes. You know, they're not doing that anymore. Um, the street single obsolete. They don't do street the street single, single anymore, man. You know, street album, all that stuff. There is th- those were eras, and sometimes those were considered as derogatory. Oh, you're selling your tape off the street. 
oh, you di- why you why you putting your music on MySpace? Why are you putting your music on SoundCloud? You know what I mean? That, that, that that's where the shit rappers are. Da, 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 right? So it just comes towards designation, and I feel people like Boat, people like Juice World, had to kind of like stake their claim and just say, "I am an artist." And um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I said in my original article in like twenty, uh, in twenty eighteen. Um, here we go. Trap. <laughs> uh, only say rapper when you had something to to go with it. Trap rapper, drill rapper mumble rapper right <laughs> you know what i mean some people think they're, they're good some people think they're derogatory um uh, you can see that as a positive or you can see it in a negative light um why do they not be labeled as rappers why do they want to be called musicians or rock stars rock stars don't even call themselves rock stars anymore do they um you know no, what I mean? so no. I- exactly it's so, like it's actually that's that's in a whole other episode but that is <laughs> that's a very fascinating lineage that term yeah. and the way that it has been kind of spoken about in hip-hop terms and you know how that's becoming a bit of a thing and has become a bit of a thing since maybe 2016 the the mid 2000 yeah. n-e-r-d but, can't be me i'm a rock star now yeah. that's how that now, now it has different that has different context to post malone's rock star right is <laughs> it's different context um and yeah. in, in, uh, i think that links to eras as well as obviously you know, who the artists are. I want to read one more quote before I uh, pass it back. Um, uh, so, shout to Deacon who gave me this, right? But he basically said, um, <coughs> rappers of previous generations sacrificed so that rappers today can call themselves musicians and artists. Even if you don't see rappers like Juice World and anything more than that, they have the right to dream big. Those labels are a step up. And regardless of what you think about hip-hop music, I can tell you that hip-hop has evolved so much that in some cases... It truly holds artistic merit and isn't just quote unquote rap, right? And um, I even addendum to all to to what I said there, and say even the shit back then was still art, right? Um, I'll, st- I'll still class that as art now, and I'll I'll probably you know reword that uh, that last bit where it's just they they did they took their lumps and took the shots of just. Oh, rapid! What is this rap? This ain't, this ain't nothing. Give me some R and B. Where's disco? Like, where, where's this? Give me some soul music. There's no soul in it. It's just you know you're just talking about bad shit, right? And obviously, when it comes down to that, it evolves. So yeah, I, I, I yeah, <laughs> I made my point. Hmm, it's very fascinating, especially the point about rock stars in general. And you know, the more that yeah. you were talking, especially about what you said in your article, where there was something that always came after the word or before, sorry, the word rapper, you know, yeah. drill rapper, trap rapper. And obviously that links heavily into rock music and how it diversified in the eighties, especially. Like and then obviously straight into the nineties. I mean, the seventies was punk, uh, punk started to begin and then it blew the fuck up. And then we had hair metal, we had metal, we had sludge, we had, you know, then obviously grunge went crazy. And so I see it similarly to that. And that was about, Obviously, rock was around in the, you know, 40s, 50s, rock and roll, you know, but it really started to pick up these labels, these subgenres, these different labels and diversify in the 70s and 80s and 90s. Um, And then there were like pockets of that that were really criticized. For example, hair metal. Hair metal was criticized heavily because people just saw it as a bunch of dudes getting up on stage, putting on makeup 
playing their guitars badly, screeching into the microphone about having sex with lots of women and taking a lot of drugs. And that's pretty much what it was, bro. I mean, that's pretty much what anyone who's read Motley Crue's book, anyone who's listened to Kiss before, um, I mean, that's literally what it was. And then people were like, oh, thank God grunge came around and, you know, Kurt Cobain came and killed hair metal. You know, know, kept it real. Exactly. People always forget about Mud Honey, which I always find it really unfair, like Mud Honey, and, and especially the meat puppets as well. And the crazy thing about the meat puppets, and again, I'm probably just talking to the ether right now, but. No, no, bro, there's a good example, there's a good hip hop example to do that, but continue on. Okay, well, I mean, the meat puppets basically created math rock in the 80s. And then frickin' Radiohead did it with the King of Limbs in, what, 2011. And that was another part of Radiohead's, like, evolution. And I personally think that this is the, the section of hip-hop. And, and it links back into the idea of the rock star. And the idea of the rock star kind of died in the 2000s. You know, uh, Strokes, Arctic Monkeys, Kings of Leon. These are kind of the last. And they were only the 2000s, you know. they well, didn't. The, the internet killed it. The internet killed it, but like it just became uncool. It just became lame, you know. And 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 that's the thing. Why though? Like because in hip hop, rappers have become rock stars in almost a very similar sense. Like this mythical, like drug taking around them and money and women and success, and they have this kind of aura around them that doesn't exist with rock stars anymore. Like rock rockers, rockers, rock musicians, you know, you don't like uplift them the way that you used to. The front man, the the drunk falling down, having sex with a lot of groupies, you know, doing crazy stuff, that, that kind of idea is not uplifted anymore. And so much so, and this is what I find hilarious is and it happened it's happened for so many different genres i mean it happened with jazz musicians you know like taking drugs and especially around heroin you know that was a big thing in the 60s um but the funny thing and and this is not that's not funny you know obviously substance abuse is not funny i'm not saying that what i'm saying is now that now that it's not cool to do those things you don't hear about it anymore why? Like, obviously, if they were doing it, that would be reported on heaps because negativity drives press nowadays. Negativity like clickbait headlines, like so-and-so got caught doing this and that. It doesn't happen anymore because no one wants it anymore because it's not cool. It was a lifestyle. It was a, but it, was a, it, it wasn't like something that they, they did because they wanted to do it. They did it because it was freaking cool. It was uplifted by the listeners and then it's not cool anymore, so it's not uplifted. And I find that really fascinating of like listeners and public opinion driving behavior of these famous people. You know, that's really fascinating. Obviously, my favorite band in the world is Placebo. And, you know, they like strictly adhered to the rock star cliche in the 90s. Drugs, sex, rock and roll. That's That was them. You know, there's countless headlines with that literally in it about interviews with them. And then in the mid-2000s, it just became uncool. Um, and I'm not to say that... Brian Molko and Stefan stopped doing drugs because it was uncool. Boy, it really lines up with the time when being a rock star was not cool anymore when they stopped doing that. And, you know, I've read interviews with, uh, I think it's Caleb. I think he's the lead singer of Kings of Leon. Because um, there's Nathan and Caleb, I think, the brothers. I think Caleb's a singer. And, you know, reading interviews and, like, the pieces on him from the mid 2000s is about drinking heavily and you know whiskey and bar fights and stuff like that but then when you read stuff about them in the 2010s it's not that anymore it's completely different now um and and hip-hop's having that moment right now where like people want to be rock stars 
And I think that it's being uplifted by the listeners in in some way. And I think that that's kind of contributing to this this whole idea of it, you know. And that's just a whole tangent. That's just a little tangent to go off on. But uh, I found it really fascinating, you know. I found that fascinating. Yeah. Um, and, you know, on the, on the hip-hop example I was going to give, right, um, you obviously mentioned, like, you know, Kiss, right? Um, but... <laughs> You know, Grandmaster Flash, Furious Five were wearing all that, you know, that leather bound stuff, right? And it was very, you know, just the, the the uniform of the time, right? But then came Run DMC, just rocking Adidas. <laughs> that was it. They just they were literally just rocking superstars, and that was it. And just Adidas tracksuits, kit that that anybody could buy, right? I'm not. Nobody's buying like you know green leather jackets, like, you know what I mean, stuff like that. Nobody, nobody's copying those, and you know, just uh, like boots to match, right? You're just gonna rock. Everyone's rocking some all stars or you know, Converse all stars, Nike Air Force ones, right? Kept it real, right? Same with NWA, kept it real, right? Um, not just the music, but also visually, right? And uh, I think visuals make as a, as another wrinkle to this. I think visuals make a lot of this as well. Where you know I'm seeing, I'm seeing Boat, and I'm seeing him just you know just with the hair, right? And he's just wearing, just wearing t-shirt, right? Just seems like that kind of dude. Just wears a t-shirt, some uh, some some uh, some shorts, boom, some cargo shorts, and that's it, right? Uh, Juice World, a little bit different, I think, but he had a style to himself as well, right? A little bit punkish, right? A little bit, you know. A little bit, little bit emo, right? Uh, so, uh, some points, but obviously had the uh, the blonde uh, braided hair as well. So he had a style to himself as well, and uh, I feel that I think adds to the uh, adds to the pigeonholing. I think the nature of these labels that we that we give these rappers, right? <laughs> Where they just look like a rap archetype you know juice world emo rap right <laughs> just uh, and it's easy it's easy it's so easy to do it's so fucking easy to do right um but they just never get called themselves they never get called artists they just get called rappers and i feel we're probably um a lot outside of the uh of the mainstream bubble here where you know, they're in if they're interviewed by like you know someone from iHeartRadio, right? Something like that, or just some you know mainstream radio station. Ebro, they're gonna call them a rapper. They're gonna call them a rapper, right? And you know, they they probably all will. Um, but is that why? That, um, here's my question: Is just, I mean, I, I want to ask why do they care so much, but I've, we've kind of just been past that already in terms of asking the question. But I don't know, man. Like, is, is, do you have to, like, be West Side Gun about it and just go, like, I create art? Like, I know they create art, but I guess most people don't see it like that. I guess that's the case. But, look, the way that I'm seeing this, and it's it's really hard for me to get past this concept of people don't consider rappers artists or poets or whatever it because i've never seen that conversation and maybe it's something that artists yeah. feel like maybe it's something but they're not explaining it you know i'm not it's really hard for me to do that because all i'm seeing right now right i'm trying to like gather my thoughts because it's very if i look down on it it's very yeah, clear if I, mean, I if i call him a rapper 
I'm not saying it in like a pigeonhole way. You're a rapper. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, rap, I do it. Like... I literally do it all the freaking time on... And I've had to... And I've given up doing this now. Doja Cat's not a rapper. It's like, yeah. yes, bro. Yeah, Doja she, Cat, Lil Nas She's a, she's a yeah. singer. I'm like, yes, she yeah. could be both. Did you... Exactly. Is, you exactly. know, <laughs> even the other day, um, I think it was it was one of the... I'm not even going to do it because I'm, I'm too tired with social media. But one of them put out and said, Metro Boomin is the first hip-hop producer to surpass 50 million monthly Spotify listeners. I'm like... No, he's not. What's Kanye? What's Eminem? Oh, they've never produced hip hop before, and so I'd right. said the first non-rapping producer, which is what it's like it designation. is. Designation, yeah. And I mean, that's the that's the that's the achievement. That's the achievement. Yeah. And people were they're like, all songwriters. Should we call them songwriters? <laughs> I mean, people were critical. People were hammering me in the responses, just like, oh, we all knew what they meant. It's like, no, you didn't, because they didn't say that. <laughs> like, that's not what they said. But the way that I'm seeing this, right, is obviously there are, you know, and this is this has been true in every single genre across history. It's crazy. There's just time periods. As Charlie said, there is a time period for SoundCloud rappers. There's a time period for bling rap. There's a time period for ringtone rap. And when that time period is done, if you're still doing what was cool then, five years later, you're not cool anymore. No one's, like, listening to your music. No one's uplifting you. No one's, like oh, wow, they're really diversifying. They're really proving their artistry because they're just doing the same thing that everyone was doing five years ago. And it's true of literally every freaking genre of music and every single subgenre. There are cool... And I think... I, I don't know if I left it in an actual voice message, Charlie, or one of my 200 IQ ramblings, but like Pitchfork, for example, I said... If this album had come out like 13 years ago, Pitchfork would have given it a nine and a half out of 10 because they were pushing this like garbage lo-fi movement back then. Like, you know, and I was I was a Pitchfork devotee, you know, in the 2000s and early 2010s. They put me onto so much music. Usually when they gave it a bad review, I would listen to it. One of the things that they were really pushing was this like lo-fi rock music kind of, it is very, very similar. And people will know if they know what I'm talking about. Real estate, the band Real Estate. Like, this has been a band that I tried so hard to get into because everyone was like, this is so great. And I kept, I'm like, bro, this sucks, man. This is horrible. And that was the pinnacle of the zeitgeist. Like, they're doing the the literal sound that's cool right now, so they must be cool. They're cool. They're great. How many times have you heard the name real estate in the last five years? I don't even know if they still make music anymore. And that's what happened with SoundCloud rap. You know, this whole idea of this lo-fi, distorted beats, you know, heavy distortion on the production, the bass, you know, the bass boost, the crazy bass boost. It was cool for three or four years. But then it's not cool anymore. And that's why I see Yachty saying what he said, because he doesn't want to be attached to a subgenre that's not popular and popping anymore. It's cool when it is, but it's not doing that anymore. And that's why I see there's two types of artists. Like, for example, Radiohead is a great example. Uh, they don't give a shit what's cool right now. They just do whatever the hell they're going to do. They, they change, they evolve with every single album. Um, and I see it similarly with Tyler the Creator, for example. Uh, it's not like Igor and Flower Boy was the pop and sound. He just went away and did whatever the hell he wanted. And that's a certain type of artist. Then there's the other type of artist who's subgenre hopping. 
you know, going from this to this to this. Okay, this is cool now, let me do this. This is cool now, all right, let me do this. This is cool now, let me do this. And there were plenty of artists, plenty of rappers even in the, you know, the 90s and the 2000s who started dipping their toe into that that way. I mean, look at Jay-Z with volume one, we could even say. He went to Diddy because Diddy was popping and he got I Know What Girls Like and Sunshine, you know? And then it's like that. those two songs. Don't remind me. Those two songs stopped that album from being a classic. He did something, you know, that that's just an example. Same with the shiny suits with LOX, for example. So I see it all, and I'm seeing it from, like, above right now. It's like I, I've never understood, and, and I can't get my head around the concept of I don't want to be labeled a rapper because people don't consider rappers to be artists. The way that I see okay. this right now is I don't want to be labeled one single thing because people yeah. who are labeled one single thing aren't considered artists that's the way that i'm seeing it and yeah. at the moment i don't think you know west side gun is west side gun I, I i'm finding it difficult to attach him to what yodi said because he says wild shit bro he says wild shit all the time i don't know what's going on in his head i don't know what he's like i think what he's trying to say is i'm not just a rapper I am all these other things at the same time. I'm an I'm a curator. I'm a executive producer. I'm a sequencer. Yeah, well, nobody saying that. Nobody saying that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not calling him bad a curator. Like, come on, let, let's let's be real. Like, if they curate an album, like like compilation wise, then yeah, yeah they created this. I'm not gonna. It, it, it's the thing, right? If they, and I want to give you a different example, right? Boy band. Is that negative to you? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So let's say boy band A uh, don't want to be called a boy band anymore. Okay? So what we call them? Just artists? A band. A I band. Guess. But that's the thing, right? Because boy band is different from a band. Like, we know the differences, right? It's the, the difference is, well, A, instruments. B, uh, having those instruments front and center. And then C... Uh, just, you know, boy bands, they're singing and dancing, right? And that's fine. That's cool. You're still artists. Do your things. But you're also a boy band. And that's just makes, and that's just how it makes it easier for other people to just denominate. If they've never heard them before, oh, the, oh, there's this boy band, they do this. Right, cool, boy, boom, boom, it's fine. And when you go, they're a rock band or a grunge band... You know what I mean? It just makes life it just makes life easier, right? So I'm not and and <laughs> it we're not a grunge band, we're just a band. Like okay, like what do you want? You know what I mean? Oh, I'm not I'm not a rapper, I'm an artist. I'm not a rapper, I'm a uh I'm a rap doucer. But, but you can see <laughs> where that but you can see exactly like in your very statement you can see exactly where the problem lies in calling someone a grunge band for example when grunge had a five-year lifespan and someone does a band doesn't want to be called a grunge band in 1999 because no one's listening to grunge anymore even if they were a grunge band they're like i don't want to be considered a grunge band because they're gonna people are gonna see that step up in the generalization okay I agree with you, but I think what Yodi was saying more. So, and again, I'm not. I'm not going to put Westside Gun's comments in here because I just can't. Like I, I don't. I, you know, and Westside Gun hasn't achieved anywhere near the level of success commercially that Yodi has. So I don't Ooh. see. Ooh. What? Ooh. Oh, just something derogatory to Michelangelo of, of hip hop. Sorry. It's not derogatory. It's an objective fact. Careful. 
<laughs> Yachty's gone. Yachty's sold like 37k this week. I mean, I love what everyone knows. I adore Westside Gun. He hasn't sold 37k. He I'm hasn't. He hasn't had a top 10 no. album. Um, but like that's the thing. I I don't see Yachty saying I don't want to be labeled a rapper. I see him saying I don't want to be labeled a SoundCloud slash mumble rapper because okay. those Fine. things aren't cool anymore. And yeah, I do more those than just that. Yeah. Okay, got you, got you. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm where you're at. Okay. It's the same. I'm, I'm, I'm in, and I bring it. Up. I bring it back to placebo again. In the '90s, people called them a goth band, and goth was super freaking cool. It was in vogue in the '90s. And by you know 2000, they made black market music, and even though that would have like flown crazy as a goth album, they started saying, "No, we don't want to be labeled a goth band anymore. We're not a goth band." So then they did Sleeping with Ghosts, which is not a goth album at all. It's a fucking electronica album because they're like, "We don't want to be labeled with this like defunct subgenre." Because even though we made music in that realm before, and even though it's not bad to be a goth band, it's not unartistic it doesn't mean that you're not you know a great artist it doesn't exist anymore it's not popular anymore and we want to be popular and we want to you know we don't want people to look at us and say oh it's a goth band i don't listen to goth music it's just i i see it similarly with yachty he doesn't want people to go well i don't listen to soundcloud rap anymore i don't want to listen to a mumble rapper anymore so i'm not going to listen to yachty he's just a very simple statement of fact i'm not doing that kind of music anymore so I don't want to be labeled as that right now because that's not what I'm doing. So it, it, it's like it works on both levels because it works for the artist because they're like, well, I'm doing something different. So I want to be labeled accurately. And it works for listeners because if Yachty's going around calling himself a SoundCloud rapper, dropping fucking psych rock albums, all these SoundCloud fans are coming in and they're like, bro, what the fuck is this? Like, wh- why am I listening to a Tame Impala album from a SoundCloud rapper? They're just going to be mad confused. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, because I, I feel like I probably came from, subconsciously came from that mindset, right? Where um, the last time I heard from y- uh, from Boat was literally when he did that thing with Joe Budden. And like Joe Budden was just like come, going at him for little reason, right? When was that? <laughs> 2018, probably? Oh, on um, Everyday Struggle? Yeah, Everyday Struggle. Remember those the halcyon days of... Uh, Joe Budden there was a good academics every there day. was a good couple of months of that like that was yeah, that, that was, was a moment it was, <laughs> was a great moment that was fun I wish Vic, Vic Mensa put hands on him that would have been so great but anyway uh, we'll never know um, but yeah like back then he was a SoundCloud rapper right and for me this is just me in my Oka chamber I've just not kept up with Boat since then and now is the only time that he's actually come up for me and if I if I wasn't you know just not trying to actively get into these like you know oh he's just a SoundCloud rapper why is he doing that yeah man I can see why people get into that right? I can see why people uh, I can see why people kept mentioning that oh wait but the mumble rapper y- 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 you know what I mean just like if people didn't keep don't keep up yeah sure I don't know what he's dropped since right <laughs> he might have dropped some fucking hype shit who knows I don't know uh, but you know that might, that might be the case for some people. Well, I mean, they see this, and that's probably Detroit why it, that's probably why it made. Yeah, that might, that's probably why it made such a visceral response to some people, where it's just like, oh, what? Why is he doing this? And not from a positive standpoint, which is kind of interesting, because while you were talking about you know SoundCloud rap era, I was thinking like crazy how Denzel Curry started there and just like as cunt as just like shed his shed that skin so well, 
you know, as a nice, he shed that so well artistically. Um, and nobody's going to call him a sound crap rapper now. You know what I mean? There's, there's no but chance. I will say but this. What? I will say this. It's it's easier for artists, and I, I, this is, again, not a criticism. I'm talking about objective facts here. It, it, I feel like it's easier for an artist who hasn't achieved crazy commercial success in a subgenre to then not be, like, inextricably linked with that subgenre. You know, if you've got an artist who is the most popular SoundCloud rapper of all time for two years, five years later, you're still going to remember when they were at the top of the SoundCloud rapper charts, right. even if they're doing psych rock. You know what I mean? But if you've got an artist right. who was, you know, mildly popular in SoundCloud rap, you're not going to, like, immediately link them in your mind because they're not, like, it's not, like, the strongest connection in the world. It's like, oh, yeah, they did a few SoundCloud rap albums and got a little bit of buzz, but then they went and did something different. Whereas if you've got someone, and I'm not saying that this is Yachty and Denzel, but it is, I guess it's kind of similar. If you've got someone who's just, like, the SoundCloud rapper, Young Lean is a great example, you know, the cloud rapper, the SoundCloud rapper, um, people were messaging me today, or yesterday, and being like, why didn't you put Young Lean on the new release graphic? And I'm like, because it's not under the name Young Lean. It's it's a, it's a different... And he has had to, like, forcibly remove himself from his own fucking name and create a right. side project yeah. to do something different because if he were doing alternative rock music under the, <laughs> the moniker Young Lean... People will be right. like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Because Young right. Lean has diversified his sound. He's a very experimental artist, but it's still within yeah. the same realm. It's still, yeah. you know, his music is still sounds very similar to what he was doing 10 years ago, even though it has evolved within that thing. But what Yachty's doing is similar to, it's like funny because it's, it's literally what Young Lean has done. But Young Lean is like, I'm not even going to fucking bother with all that shit, bro. I'm just going to create a whole other moniker so people don't even associate it with Young Lean. And people weren't associating it with Young Lean because they had no idea who this name was on the new release graphic. But they were actually saying to me, bro, you forgot Young Lean. How could you? And I'm like, come on now. like, And that, that to me, again, that's the whole other conversation about the kind of conversations we're having and the simplicity of it. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as a finish, because uh, I feel like we've probably gone around the roundabout. Yes. Um, uh, funny enough, Ice-T, another example, right? <laughs> Rapper, initially, but then did a fucking... Uh, yeah. Made body count. Yeah. Right? So... But people don't you know. know. People know, but and only because people talked about... I didn't like, know until he won the Grammy last yeah. year, bro. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know until he won the Grammy last year for best metal album, whatever the fuck it was. Like, I was like, Ice T? Fucking rocking out? Shit. I didn't know that. He's been doing it for 40 years. He did it, he did it like before the iceberg, I think. Like, he's, he's like, he, he did, he's been, he's been doing that shit. But we still, but, and, and here's the thing. What do you call Ice T? Some people might call him a rapper. Some people might call him a, 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 a lead singer, right? Some people might call him an actor. Right, and uh, you know, there's another reference to that. Um, you know, I've been seeing Ludacris drop bars recently. I feel like he's cooking, and he hasn't been he hasn't cooked since what 2015 when was his last album. That's crazy. Yeah, so Ludaversal. Like, Ludaversal so, was yeah, his last but, album, and it but was some a, people amazing. Some people might be like, "Oh, Ludacris, actor. Yeah. Feel free, go for that, because he ain't he ain't dropped in seven years." So you know, f- fine by me. Call him. Call, go for that. If because he, he, he's been acting, 
He ain't been doing much else. He's just been acting. Yeah. IST's been doing reality TV. He's been doing SVU for fuck knows how long. He's been, you know, not rapping recently, like I know of. He's been doing body count. <laughs> so we call him a rocker. He's, he's got a really couple matter. of features. He's had a couple of features here and yeah, there. Yeah, um, yeah. Smattering. And they've smattering, been, they've smattering been pretty. There was one in particular. Let me find it because they've been pretty good. But yeah, continue. Sorry to cut you. Yeah. So, you know, no, that's, that's pretty much it. Like, uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's just how you go about it, really. Like, if, if Yachty becomes a director, shit, man, I'll call you director. If you direct a couple of films, go for that. Like, you know what I mean? So, it, it for me personally, it's just like a matter of how tuned in people are to a certain person. Because, fuck, you know, <laughs> if Beyonce became like a fucking, I don't know, like a DJ all of a sudden... We be slapping DJ right on that, right on, right under her name, Beyonce, DJ Beyonce. We be yeah. doing that, eat. We be doing that quick time because everybody's plugged into Beyonce, whether you fucking like it or not. People like me have not been plugged into your for the past six, six or so years. Exactly, I just haven't been plugged in. So when he comes up and he's on my timeline, I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. And obviously, back to the main issue of you know, he, I mean, I'll say the quote again because it probably ma- it makes a lot more sense now that we've talked about it a bit. Quote: "I want to be taken seriously as an artist. Dot dot dot. Not just some SoundCloud yep. rapper. Not yep. some mumble rapper. So we you can call it. him. Feel free, guys. Call him a rapper because he does rap. He has rapped, but he's also doing this." If you want to call him an artist, go 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 for it. But just don't be calling him a soundcloud rapper anymore because he ain't obviously ain't on that bag anymore. So you just you just fucking boom. summed it up perfectly. Boom. You summed it up Wonderful. so well. Like your your experience, you know Yodi is a SoundCloud rapper, so when you see a new Yodi album, you're like, oh, SoundCloud rap album. Not gonna listen to that because <laughs> I don't like it. But if you know Yodi is a SoundCloud rapper and then he comes out and said, Hey, hey, hey guys. Not doing that anymore. I've, I've done something new. Right. You're like, you oh, that's interesting. All right. And and if he comes out and, you know, everyone's always saying, like, this is a psych rock album. You're like, oh, I, I like sound, psych rock. I like Tame Impala. He's specifically said he's not a SoundCloud rapper anymore. Let me just check this out real quick. And that's that's <laughs> it's that's as deep as it got, you know. And that's the crazy thing is, right, the crazy thing is you can't have deep conversations on Twitter. They're very no, fucking no simple. Nuance, There's no, no nuance. No. There's no development. But even no. though this was as simple as that exact statement that we just made, Twitter still missed the mark. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's so simple. Hey, I'm not doing SoundCloud rap anymore, so don't call me a SoundCloud rapper. And everyone's like, oh my God. Oh my God, what's going on here? Like, why is this? Why are you like, denouncing come- rap? <laughs> it's like, no, we didn't do that, bro. We didn't do. How oh, dare you? By the hand that fed you all these years, dear, dear. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can, I can see the knee jerk, and I get it. But yeah, you just need to read it again. Just read it again, gather the context, and hopefully this helps as well. And I could easily get into like UK rap and UK drill eyes. So we can do that as well. But drill, so. v- grime, like garage. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, so when, they, when, when somebody names somebody as a grime artist. Fucks me off. It actually fucks me off because then don't like you 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 you're being you're being obtuse. Like yeah. you're being obtuse just because they rap fast. Don't mean they do grime. It's not yeah. grime anymore. Like it's different. It's UK Grimes, rap. Whatever. Yeah. It's something different. They've changed it up. Like you're stuck in the 2000s by saying that. Sometimes it's so annoying. 
But yeah, that's <laughs> that's 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 how some mainstream people think. Oh look, it's grime artist Stormzy. Stormzy ain't done a grime fucking project in fucking years. Like, what are we but talking that, about here? That's the thing, like, bro. There's there's something like this in everything. Like in Australia, right. for example, yeah. we have pub rock. You know, rock bands rock, in the 2000s. So, you know, in Australia, for example, oh, to, to become a famous rock band, you just had to tour. You had to tour incessantly. Just pubs right. and clubs all around Australia. So rock artists who became popular were known as pub rock bands because that was the way, like ACDC, pub rock band. But in the 2000s, you didn't have to do that anymore. And there was a very, very strong stereotype around pub rock bands that all they talked about was drinking right. All they sung about was women and drink. They were basically our version of country music. So bands were like, no, 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 I'm not a pub rock band. Stop calling me that. I'm doing, you know, every single genre has something like this. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. That was good. That was we good. finished it. We solved it. It's not surprising yeah, we, to we me. We solved. We solved it. Another case solved. Rubber stamp. Solved. Another Easy. case. Solved Watson. Back to Baker Street. All right. Let's finish up there. And uh, hobby to a lighter note, which um, I have one, and oh. it's pretty simple. We do it every year. Fuck the Grammys. Uh, da, 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 da. I forgot that was on Fuck right the Grammys. now. Da, 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 da. Happy days. FTG. I mean, it's, already past. It's, it's already past. <laughs> Is it done? It's already. <laughs> I mean, it's already past when the episode's gonna drop. Um, oh, I think yeah. it's tonight. Yeah, I think it's tonight. The Rock Nation brunch was yesterday, so. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the Rock Nation brunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a sausage fest, which I put in my essay. Um, not a sausage fest. Um, I actually did see women there. Um, I don't think they're serving to too many Rhapsody, sausages at the Rock Kelly Nation looking bath as always. Uh, I think Thames was there as well. So, a few women there. That's good. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> just uh, still some uh, give sausage fest vibes sometimes. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Father Grammys. Um, you say every year. Um, don't care. Um, about their 50th anniversary celebration. Um, I don't care that nah. the Jay Z and the what's the names doing uh that Khaled track. God did. God did. <laughs> was Hove gonna be up there just rapping a cappella for six minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I just yeah. There's just an inherent lack of respect for me. Uh, when it comes to the Grammys, uh, it's just um. It's just no point in whatever they do. They just they do they just cover too much. They they do they just end up they end up like disrespect they they end up respecting like three genres properly, yeah. and then the rest of them just are just are just like additional shit. So they can if they want to be get if if a reggae uh, oh god I forgot to I forgot to, I was gonna give a example of like is Damien Marley a rapper to you? Right, and I was gonna go down like a whole route of just like Ooh. you know non-American artists that rap, you know, like Damian Marley, like Hempress Sativa, for example, like Bad um, Bunny, they, for they example. They spit bars, but they're not hip hop, right? Bad but Bunny, anyway. everyone's like, Bad Bunny's Bad Bunny. not a rapper. It's yeah. like, okay, because he doesn't rap in English, because <laughs> he, he raps in Spanish. Oh, like, sorry, but like, <laughs> like it's like, bad on, racist as yeah. well as just being stupid yeah, ignorant. There. Yeah, little, yeah, just the. Little, t- little, little taste of xenophobia there, um, but yeah, you know we could have gone that ho- that whole route as well um, for international uh, audiences. Um, but yeah, just um, I don't know why the Grammys even bother. Even yeah, because they don't they don't really put in the the effort 
if you're gonna do it, put in the effort. You know what's um, of, what's of wild about the Grammys is like yeah. as you like just piggybacking on exactly what you said, and I'm only cutting you off to to make further it a three day you. event. Like that'll be cool. Yeah. If you want to be like the hub we need... of all music, make it a three day event. Do we need Do more Grammys like... though? We don't. We don't. But the the thing is, no, the no, reason no, I'm I not asking for more Grammys, they're not going to do this. Like, but if you wanted to make it something, and you want to respect, it's just the fact that they don't respect. Well, they obviously didn't respect hip hop for a good twenty years. They, they still don't. There now, but even with that, they keep they keep giving fucking albums that really shouldn't even be there. To be honest, right? So they keep fucking about with that. They keep fucking hip hop about. They keep fucking that urban contemporary about world music, whatever the fuck that means. Oh god! Like, and I don't, and I, I don't even get me started about the others where it's just like Americana or. I don't know, but blue we need grass. To... I don't know what the fuck they cover, but you know, I mean, just random shit. And you know, if you want to cover this random shit, do it properly. Yeah. Do it properly. Give them some love. But uh, but 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 if you're gonna do it in one night, and all the all the main uh, all the all the main of uh, awards come into like a tw- a two hour um a two hour broadcast on CBS, then what the fuck are you doing with the rest of it? What's the point? <laughs> Who's who's gonna care? The wild thing you don't care. <laughs> we need to dig out our our Grammys episode because we I remember as one of them. I remember as going through actual categories. Yeah, and we just did. yeah. I don't even know what <laughs> we got two hundred eps, guys. Like this is a lot of eps. We have two hundred eps, which is the, another line note to make of just um another flex. Just want to say it again. Um, we've been doing yeah episode forty four. You think I did give a damn? The Bell Grammy. Um, so if you want to spin that, uh, please feel free to episode 44 if you want to go back in the archives. Um, but yeah, man, again, 200 episodes. We have not missed a week. Um, Never a week. Still want to flex that um, till the cows come home. I'm just wondering what the event is. <laughs> Are we going to miss a week? Like, I wonder what the event is. It's going to have to like, one of us dead or something. A lot of shit has happened in the last like nearly Literally, four bro. years. We're coming up on four years, bro, because it'll be 208 episodes will be yeah. our fourth. And like so much shit has happened in that four years. There have been so many episodes where something crazy has happened the day of or the day before. And, yep. you know, we've just been like, you know, Either we'll push it back a day and record a different day, and we'll just put it put out the same day, or we'll record a few and load them up when we know that we're not going to be able to be there. Like it's just, and it's not necessarily that we haven't ever missed a recording day. We've missed fuckloads of those, but we've just never missed a release date, not a single one. We're the opposite of Kanye West. We don't miss release dates. <laughs> I was just thinking that <laughs> we, put, we put them the fuck out. Like yeah, man. And uh, the crazy yeah. thing is, on our two hundredth episode. I've been trying to do this. People at home can't see, but I've managed to to, to like I've got hair, a hair tie that I've knotted into itself. I've created a knot in the middle of a single hair tie, and I've been trying to do this for fucking years, and I've just done it. So I'm very <laughs> proud of that. Actually, I'm very proud. While Charlie was talking about the Grammys, I was uh, trying to figure this fucking riddle out, and I've managed to do it. So it's a big day. It's a big day all round, bro. It's a big day all round. <laughs> Little gas up there for yourself, a little, little life boost. Finally did it, um, <laughs> and that's another flex, isn't it? Just like, like not just a, just gonna, just gonna idly listen by while tying, uh, tying. Well, that's how good we are now. We're experts yeah, at this shit. I wonder if we've done. We wouldn't have done ten thousand hours of this. What we've done about an hour and a half per pod. 
you know, it's about this like 90, 90, 90 times two, ninety times two hundred. Let's see what that says. Ninety minutes. Yeah, it's, it's eighteen hundred minutes. So Is it okay? I'm terrible You're at math, math which is You're ironic. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm overall t- we've done uh, two hundred and what eighteen thousand uh, minutes. My apologies, technically eighteen thousand. Yeah, so oh, that is so that's, that's only three hundred hours. Ten thousand hours is a lot of hours. Who's hours, doing ten thousand uh, hours of something? But to be fair, we do prep and we do like edit, so you know, there's a shitload of other stuff that goes into it. Yeah, you can add another hour onto like editing, I guess. Like, oh fuck, my prep you can add a lot more than yeah, an hour. Ben's prep, fuck. Yeah, all, all, I was, all the listen, all the album listening. Yeah, it's a lot. I was with my partner the other day because we're doing. I'm not gonna. It's not a spoiler. We've talked about it repeatedly. We're doing RZA, and um, the specific way that we're doing RZA is quite interesting. And the other day we were just sitting and we watched like maybe five hours of Vlad TV, and about two hours in, she's just like, "Why are we doing this?" And I'm like, "This is literally what I do." And like, I think in that five hours, I found like. 10 minutes of content because that's what you have that's so it's so annoying when and this is a different lighter note but please timestamp your videos please for the love of god timestamp your interviews i don't <laughs> yeah. want to come a, into a, a drink it's a new thing and i've loved it oh, i don't want to come into a four hour drinks champ interview with no idea where anything <laughs> is i can't do it man i can't sit through four hours yeah. of nori interrupting yeah. them constantly yeah. oh Not my great. days yeah, podcasts have been doing it for a few years, but only only now to like YouTube videos have even has even become a thing, and not even all the YouTube channels actually do it. Um, so yeah, respect to I the do ones it. that do it because fuck, just respect to respect to putting where the ad is so we can just happily skip along. Like, big up you guys, big up. Yeah, we guys. don't do ads in our uh, our we podcasts. Don't, but we don't. You know, for other for other people. I mean, for, for for yeah, for for people who are a bit lesser yeah. than us, yeah, yeah. You, you need ads, yeah. <laughs> but we we don't sure. yeah. we don't do ads for the for the for the for the uh, for the uh, runners in the rat race. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. that's true. But I mean, yeah. you know, if if anyone's got a bag out there for us, <laughs> DM me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think we'd ever do ads. Like, I think, yeah, I don't think that would ever happen. Eh. Probably because we'll, we'll never do, be popular. We don't do ad, we only do like straight up like thirty second ads because I personally hate them. Oh um, god, it just immediately waters have down you, the product for me. Have you seen I, Sean C's I, ones recently? No. Oh. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, they're just very talkative. It's just like yeah. I just mean, they're just. Like, yeah. I hate those ones. I hate those ones where they try and incorporate into their like style. And not just making it like a full-on ad read. Like, that's fine, but it's just... Yeah, goddamn. No, nah, he, he just, like, stops the whatever video it is and then just like, okay, now we're going to do this advertisement. And it's quite... It's it's not good. The only ads yeah. I've actually enjoyed... And again, I, I watch Trap, Trap Law Ross for, for educational purposes, for podcast purposes. I enjoy his ones because he just does a terrible rap song and it's kind of funny. But every other one is just like... Oh dear! Like, are we going to stop the entire podcast now and just read something entirely unrelated? Yeah. And every uh, podcast, every podcast. Like, I'm trying to fall asleep to one, and then just some bullshit ad comes in. I'm just like, oh my god, it's the worst. And you have to get. I like it how like Comeback skip. Jack just 
did him off rip like he was just like we're just gonna start with the advertisement and then we'll get into Internet. the episodes internets internet internets right. do your googles do your fucking googles alright be cool about Jack alright we'll leave it there yeah, rest in peace. Uh, ladies and gentlemen from the 5th M podcast now it's been the 200th episode of Digging Digits I hope you enjoyed this episode I have a child to tell the 5th M I've been Ben Carter of Hip Hop Numbers aforementioned RZA coming next week double F yep yeah it's gonna be fun and uh, yeah, until then, hope you all have a good week. We should always try and do the same. But until next time, take it easy. Ladies and gentlemen. All right, peace. Digging in Digits is produced by me, Ben Carter. The show is edited by me. Music for this show is Peace and Video Games by Bonus Points. Thanks to your music for the videos. Socials with Fenomen, Hip Hop by Numbers, Bonus Points, and your music will be in the full channels as well as the names of projects reviewed wherever you're listening. This has been a Fifth End Podcast production. Thanks for spending time with us. We shall see you next time on Digging in the Digits.